It doesn't look any bigger than the Mortania. You could be blasé about something's rose, but not about Titanic. My fiancé. Your daughter is way too difficult to impress. <laughs> so this is a ship they say is unsinkable. God himself could not sink this ship. So I'm just quoting lines. <laughs> It's a mini sode! Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. Welcome to our Science at the Movies mini sode series, where we tackle both films we have deemed unworthy of a full hour and films not in the scope of our podcast, but that we love so much we simply have to mention them. You guess which is which. This week is the final episode of our 90s disaster movie miniseries and we are ending with the mother of all of them what is it abby titanic titanic what will go on titanic one <laughs> so sorry that 90s. i just did that <laughs> how many times did you see titanic in the cinemas oh we're gonna very different viewpoints here i only saw it once I, I did not. I was not one of those people. I was not one of those people who rewent to the cinema. I watched it once and went, "This is a long fucking movie." It is long. It is really <laughs> long. Um, no one can be expected to rewatch it. I don't think anyone has rewatched it since it was the year two thousand. Has anyone watched it? <laughs> oh, <there's, laughs> do you mean have we watched it in the history of? The, well, I actually sat and watched it, but then at some point I was like, "That's enough." <laughs> I, That's enough for now. I got enough. I mean, it's not like I had any, like I needed reminding. I didn't need any reminder about mm. any of it. Um, definitely won the 90s. And well, let's get right into it, I think, is the best thing. Yep. I, do I need to summarize it? I'll summarize it. So, <laughs> 14th of April, 1912. This is a real story, guys. Massive ship, Titanic. <laughs> Ocean liner. Is it ocean liner? I don't know. It, it uh, mm. was supposed to be unsinkable. Turns out it was sinkable. It struck an iceberg and it sunk in under two hours and many souls died. This is a real disaster, not a made up mm. one like a lot of our other movies. And the movie that we're doing follows the story of the Titanic in perfect historical accuracy kind of a little bit well in terms of the ship itself and the clothing mm. and the mechanics of the ship it meticulously recreates the titanic and the singing of the titanic through the eyes of our heroes played by kate winslet and leonardo dicaprio star-crossed lovers separated by class both on the ship jack and rose falling in love and then we have billy zane who plays the fiancé of Kate Winslet's character, and Victor Garber, who is another James Redhorn for me, is Victor Garber. He's yes, James Redhorn number Garber. two, Vic Victor Garber. Um, bunch yeah. of other stuff, but that's the summary. That's what the movie's about. And now we're going to ask our little 90s disaster movie questions designed by Frida. Very well-designed <laughs> questions by Frida. We always know what she's talking about. Number one. What, Abby? What is your biggest yes. surprise about Titanic? Oh, um, 
I read, so I was reading some articles and stuff. I was trying to look at, yeah, what, you know, because the movie itself is pretty straightforward. It's, you know, love story, class divide, everyone dies. Um, uh, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to have a look and see what kind of people were saying about the comparisons between um, the, like, the kind of looking at the real story of Titanic. So I read a Scientific American article that talked about the contrast between the stories about Titanic and the realities of it. And the one thing is that the real ship, and I can think we can talk about that because the movie's based on emulating these stories. So the real ship was designed to have 64 lifeboats, Mm -hmm. but standard corporate and cutbacks led to it launching with only 20 lifeboats which is why there wasn't enough to go around and so many people died but obviously 20 lifeboats isn't sufficient for the amount of people on board but what's really interesting is that at the time it was built the 20 that it did have was above and beyond what was legally required by the British Board of Trade Mm -hmm. and that isn't that fucking mad well they were designed to shuttle people back and forth from a sinking ship so they didn't think mm. that they'd be have one chance and it was just away in one direction. I think it, it was designed yeah. to go back and forth. I just thought that was bonkers. It I was bonkers. like, that's incredible. Like, because you can say what you want about it, saying like not having the the lifeboats and not having enough lifeboats, but it's like, well, they in you know in reality with the amount of lifeboats that they had, they weren't doing anything mm. wrong or illegal. It was just, I guess, you yeah. don't expect your ship to go down. I, I was going to but, talk yeah. about this for the science section, but I w- we'll talk about it now, and then I have something else for my science section. But that that okay. it was it, it resulted in a change of maritime laws, basically requiring enough lifeboats oh, okay. for everyone to be able to get off the boat because they hadn't broken. That was that was the weather law at the time. But the thing that yeah. was a real failure um, is the training. They only had one drill loading people in the lifeboats and actually the lifeboats had new technology where everyone was in the lifeboat and then lowered so that was new lifeboat technology and they only did one drill they only did one drill so the real failure of titanic was basically a failure of safety drills ppe you guys no but really like (laughs) that there wasn't anything else other than that um it was a total failure to train people correctly how to do it. And it's very possible people were so convinced that it was unsinkable that they felt that it was safer to stay on the ship than to get into the lifeboat. And so a lot of them left. Well, we, we can only know, we can only guess, and from some anecdotes, why a lot of them left half empty. Um, but, oh. you know, they it, things change after that. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, it's amazing. New technology old dogs, new tricks, Mm. because the the people that worked on the boat were extremely experienced. It wasn't like they cut any corners. Um, It was just new technology that people weren't used to. And it was quite complicated lowering people. And the movie, they they show that. They show lowering the lifeboats, and um, it's pretty epic. Um, Okay. My biggest surprise, and this is my favorite thing about going back to these 90s movies, is the CGI and how... Uh, especially with our HD, uh-huh. um, our HD viewing devices, but the fake little computer people on the fake boats, <laughs> when they show like big oh. shots of the boat, you see like all these fake people they like, doing stuff, and a couple of them don't have shadows. And I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed my fake com- computer people. But also, <laughs> what I love about this movie is, first of all, the like meticulous recreation of the clothing mm. and the decor it, I could watch I could actually watch that forever 
is so easy on the eyes. It's just such a pleasure to watch the clothing yeah. and the meals and the music. And um, I think the 90s makeup on Kate Winslet is a little bit anachronistic, <laughs> I think. Her mum's probably more accurate, but I love her 90s lip liner. And like, oh, yeah. A, and like, yeah, that's the, <laughs> I reckon that's a little <laughs> bit, it felt very 90s looking at her face. But yeah, the clothes. And the other thing is like, the mechanics of the massive pumps and the ship and the people shuffling shut the coal inside the ovens like that stuff is so awesome in the movie i just felt embarrassed mm. it, like i finally know dicaprio it was a painful to watch it was i was embarrassed it was like really yes Woo-hoo-hoo. Woo! like the way he screams like shut up shut up stop screaming <laughs> you know how he wow. screams shut up shut up shut up Shut up. Shut. <laughs> shut your face. Shut up. Oh my He's, god, harsh. <laughs> I I just felt like there's so much amazing things about this movie, but every bit of dialogue between the two she's kind of different. She's she's okay, but he I find him to be really embarrassing. I'm sorry, Leah. I'm sorry. I'm in, I'm in, I was cringing. Anyway, I watched it when I was a little girl, so I probably was so excited by him. So I think a part of it was embarrassed yeah. for myself at a young age. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> your tastes have changed Weird over time. science. <laughs> Let's move on to science. Um, have you got okay. any? Have you got any science science stuff about this movie that you want to talk about? Oh, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to. Do it, do it. But I have it. to. Okay. It has to be addressed. It can't be ignored. <laughs> oh, okay. I know what you're gonna say. Could Jack have survived? Okay, I'm only bringing it up because there's two points to this argument, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. And the first point is, okay, so he probably could have fit on the door with her. Fair enough. People have gone out. People are obsessed with this. They've done all their little experiments. I'm yeah. not really going to go into that. I don't care about that too much. We don't care. Good. The, I mean, there is a question about whether the door would have been buoyant enough to have held his weight as Who well cares? as hers. But the thing is, he doesn't know that. And he wants her to survive. So why is yeah. he going to risk the door sinking and her freezing to death by him getting on it as well? As far as yeah. he is concerned, the only way for her to survive is to do this and that is his choice. And it is yeah. meaningless to look at, like, what is the, what would have been the point of his survival anyway? Fine, you can be obsessed with the whole love story between Jack and Rose and all that. But the ending would have been entirely meaningless if he, he had, had survived. To die. And as James yeah. Cameron has said himself, it's called art. Things happen for artistic reasons, not for physics reasons. Enough said. Let it go. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron said, the script said he died. He died. He had to die. The end. He had to die. (laughs) There's great analysis on this. I just think it's hilarious how people are so obsessed with it. And how people are really like, and it's like, I'm doing all these physics experiments. And I I just really like that quote from James Cameron that he's literally just saying, artistic artistic reasons, not physics reasons. That's right. Like specifically, not, this is not about physics. And we can let it go. He had to die because he is hermetic pixie dream boy. She just was on, (laughs) he popped up out of the blue to show her a new way of living life and then disappeared so she can go on and live the life. So that was the story. And then she went on to live that life having been inspired by him and his sacrifice. Mm. So he's just popped up out of the blue just to change her. So he's basically a manic pixie dream boy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's all what done was... the way people obsess over it because, like, it's not the point. It's a story, yeah. guys. All right, what was mine? Yeah, it's nice that it affected you so yeah. much that you, like, obviously the movie did something if it affected you so much that you felt and believed the love to the level that you wish he had survived. And that's mm-hmm. great. But it's, yeah, it's a fucking story. But there is, um, there is anyway, yeah, watch. Wait, wait, there Sorry, is what? that terrible dialogue at the end when she's like, I'll never let go. And she lets go. I just, I just think, like, <laughs> I'm not sure what the point is of that, but it is really bad dialogue because she goes, ah, I know they go, don't let go, don't let go, I'll never let go. And then at the end, she lets go while saying I'll never let go. So I just think that's bad, no. bad dialogue. But I, I kind of, oh. I feel like I take that that she means like she'll never let go of him. She'll never let go I of him. I know, but then, she let, but then she then <laughs> lets go of him. So, okay, all right, but like fair, she literally does point. it. <laughs> I, it's it's not that I don't get what she means. I just think the dialogue is shitty. Like, cause it's right. it's a weird yeah. juxtaposition for her to say that and then to let him go. Okay, <laughs> love the whistle. Anyway, my favorite thing of yeah. the nineties is that fucking whistle. Okay, ah, what Jesus. is mine? Right. Okay. Yes. What's your what was your um, science? Weird science. Broadly Terrible, speaking, is something. that. They didn't do anything wrong, like nothing. The movie implied that all these people did all these things in order for the ship to sink, and none of that is true. It's the iceberg. Mm. They was like yeah. 30 seconds in between seeing the iceberg and hitting the iceberg, and the, and the damage was so severe that it would have sunk no matter what. It would have sunk in less time had it been less sturdy, but it was a very sturdy ship, and it was built – by Irish people, Abby. You've got a lot of Irish in this movie. It was built by the yep. best... Was it built by Irish people? Well, it says in the movie, the guy, the Irish guy says in the movie, it was built with the best steel. It was built by the best shipbuilders. Um, the captain was most very experienced, well-trusted. Mr. Ismay wasn't a villain like everybody says he is. It was made him mm. into a villain. So all that stuff is not so accurate and actually... They didn't do anything wrong. And as we said, the lifeboats, that was that was the law. But weird science for me is there's a scene where the dolphins are like chasing, chasing the ship. They're looking over oh. the ship and the dolphins are <laughs> magically outpacing the ship. I just don't think a dolphin can go that fast. And when I looked closer at the dolphins, it just, it just looked, again, I love the little, the dated CGI, but no way a dolphin could go that fast. Didn't bother looking it up, but I mean, I'm sure it just seemed a little bit unrealistic. Um, right. Yeah, okay. Those classic things that they just put in for like kind of, this will make it all wholesome and sweet and show yeah. how like wonderful a time everyone is having so that you can get some sort of sense of like, this is lovely. And then suddenly, <laughs> oh my fucking God. Um, but Leonardo. I just have to say that, I just want to say that the... The ships were, so it's a British passenger ship and it was constructed in Ireland, but it was constructed in Belfast, which Mm. is Northern Ireland. So it is under British sovereignty. Oh. So rule. Oh God, I don't know if I should say that. So (laughs) so it is um, Northern Ireland. So Northern Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom. So whilst it was built in Ireland, um, it is a British ship. We do have a Titanic Memorial Garden in Cove in Cork. I've been to it. FYI, it is very small. It's very shocking and I think the simulation that they give at the beginning of the movie was how the ship sunk and then you obviously saw it being carried out I mean it's just it's Mm. horrific but it's it's just fascinating from a physics point of view watching how it sunk 
it's mm. like there's a lot about this movie which is like really interesting to watch um and i love a good meticulous re- recreation um yeah but you know there's a lot about this movie that's just so stupid you know but um all right final question women in yes. the movie <clears throat> abby make your comment <gasps> If you have more than make one, it's okay. Make a make a comment. I, <laughs> make a comment. I will make a comment. I do have a genuine love and appreciation for Kate Winslet. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't have much to say about the women. To be honest with you, it's mm-hmm. like it's set in nineteen twelve. What what is there really about the women? She's a upper class woman who has all these expectations on her and but she wants to rebel against this life in this future that is set for her she wants to be independent i don't know maybe i like to imagine that she went on to be a suffragette or something like that but mm, probably you too. know and she's a bit of a rebel down in the bowels of the ship doing an irish jig how does she know how to do an irish jig i have no fucking idea she but just, she can she just looked at it and copied it obviously a very smart fucking cookie and she probably could have gone on to be some super badass woman yeah i don't know but yeah i just i, I don't know it's mm. a kind of i love a period piece love a period drama yeah i'm a big fan of a jane austen movie as well you know like anything uh, like that yep. i'm down for it <laughs> i don't mind it but i love the i do enjoy a woman woman from a period time going against the norm mm. kind of thing i yeah. like that they showed us what it was like for women then, and that, that was what it was. Um, mm. I have a comment, a couple of comments. One is that um, it, reflecting on the fact that back in the day, Kate Winslet was seen as like this curvier actress, and the fact that she got naked oh, on yeah. screen was this is huge deal. And looking, it has changed so much since then. Basically, it's mm. like when you can't see a woman's ribs, and so she's seen as curvy, and it's a big deal. Um, isn't it so funny looking back and seeing her just, she's just a skinny person. Like, yeah, I didn't think of that at all. It's, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, I did want to make another comment about just the whole women and children first thing. No. Women and children have to go <laughs> first. Um, there's a comedian who's like really growing on me, Bill Burr. And yeah. he has such a funny bit about why the wage gap exists. Why do men pay get paid a little bit more? And he's like, he's like, it's the tax because if there was, <laughs> it's a tax because if there was a building on fire, I know I'd have to send the women and children first. <laughs> and I'd be like, come on, come on, come on, come on, while my while my t-shirts on fire. <laughs> he's like, a lot of things have changed. That hasn't changed. <laughs> But I mean, the women and children oh, first God. thing. Your your ch- if you were a third class male on that ship, your chance of survival was one in ten. If you were a first class woman on that ship, you had about a one hundred percent chance of survival. So wow. interesting stuff about class divide and also gender as well. And um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I yeah. don't have a judgment about it. I just I just wanted to bring it up. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, Abby. I think we've just wrapped up Yay. our first ever mini series. We have. I loved this, and it it was it. fun watching all these movies. It was like I yeah a lot of movies that I kind of always wanted an excuse to go back and watch anyway because I kind of I mm. kind of have a soft spot in my heart for a lot of these movies. So that was really yeah. really fun. Okay, big reveal. So that 
this was my choice for the first miniseries was 90s yes. disaster films and it was going off Independence Day. For our next miniseries, yeah. I have no idea what we're doing. You know what we're doing. Can you tell me? I do. Tell me. I'm so excited. Okay. I have had this planned out okay. for a while now and I've been dying to tell you. Tell me. Because I, I've got a whole list of things that I want to do. But I was thinking about timing wise and because we record a little bit in advance. Yes. Now, or, um, so the next mini series will be coming out the week that leads us into October. Uh, so, I think I know where this is I going. I have chosen for our mini series slasher movies. Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> now. Yes. Yes. I oh am very, God. very, very excited. I've got a good plan for um, what we should talk about. Um, Rose McGowan. Should I tell you the Electrocution plan? Garage Door is all I have to say. For screen. <laughs> Can't wait. Yes, that's yeah, exactly what's the plan? where I was going with it. 100%. Tell me the movie plan. Yes. Do you want, yeah, okay, do you want to know the movies? Yeah. I've chosen the <gasps> movies. Do you want to know the movies? Yes. Okay. So I'm also, um, the four movies that I have decided that we should do. Yeah. Uh, so we will be starting with Scream. <sighs> Fantastic. We will then be. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, I've forgotten what they are. Okay, so we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna ease our way into it with Scream. Uh huh. Then we're gonna up the game a little bit with the Cabin in the Woods. Oh my! Golly gosh! Then we're gonna go hardcore original. First version Halloween. Yep, classic. And we're going to end it all off with something a little bit more lols and a little bit more new and something I actually haven't seen yet, which is Happy Death Day. Oh, I've seen all of those except Happy Death Day. I love a slasher movie, kind of most of them. Sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes yes. Yeah. But oh, I'm very I was like, excited. there was a lot of different ways we could have gone with this for like for kind of October and Halloween month and stuff. But I was just like, you know what? Let's do slashers. Let's look at the absolute bonkersness of knocking them off one by one. Let's look at the crazy deaths. Let's have a look at like what what's a scientifically accurate death? What's a <laughs> but what's the forensically what's the best forensic moment in the movie where you figure out who the killer is uh-huh. at what point in the movie should the killer have died fantastic should he be back should he be coming back to life it's um slow yeah, stalk let's, let's talk let's talk killer. let's batter analysis let's talk stabbings can't wait let's amazing yeah. oh, i'm so, so excited yeah. well that is so exciting so that that wraps up 90s disaster in two weeks time we're going to begin our slasher miniseries can't wait for the cover art can't wait starting for the new scream. music starting Woo. with scream but next week yeah. join us for what is it? Geostorm. Geostorm Titanic. for the main episode. Geostorm. Sorry. I got so confused. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Where will they be? Geostorm. <laughs> Absolutely. Join us then for Geostorm. It's really hard doing this. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. That was fun. <laughs> we'll see you next time. And please appreciate the music I've composed just for our 90s disaster film miniseries. Who knows what's going to happen with the next series. Bye-bye. Bye. Did you compose that?